We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our Conversations here with Dan. And a Happy New Year as well, 2019. And as we said just not too long ago, we've been doing this for over a year now. Great. And uh, if you haven't looked yet, we are live and running podcasts now. So it's uploading these videos, but also out on those different places where if people want podcasts, they can get them. I'm alive, but just barely. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where that was coming from, but there we go. Uh, So last week... We had a conversation about the demons and kind of the way that they work in the world around us. And so we're going to start with kind of a follow-up almost to that. They were separate questions sent in, but they worked well together. Okay. So if you want to open in your Bibles, we're going to start in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. And that's kind of where this question came from. The question was, was there sin in heaven? And if that's was possible is there still sin in heaven like what's what's the deal with i thought heaven was supposed to be perfect okay well when you when you get to the final destination of man in the very end of scripture after the judgment yes heaven is perfect and okay. um in in revelation chapter 20 1 mm-hmm. when it tells about the holy city after the judgment mhm it says uh, twenty one twenty seven. Nothing impure will enter into it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the book of life. Mm. And then, if you'll drop down to twenty two, verse fourteen and fifteen, brother Jeff. Okay, uh, fourteen and fifteen. Blessed are those who wash their robes, so that they may have the right to the tree of life, and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and the murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. All right, so all those are on the outside. You can't get into the holy city after the judgment unless you're one of those that's submissive to God. So there's a separation that didn't exist in passages like what it's talking about in the Second Peter right. passage. There was a potential for evil among the angels, just like mm-hmm. there was a potential for evil among um, the human beings. Read for him 2 Peter 2, yeah. 4. It says, For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to chains of gloomy darkness to be kept there until judgment. All right. And this is kind of an interesting passage, and it raises some questions because this would make it seem that these angels who sinned were imprisoned from that time forward. Mm-hmm. The word hell isn't really used in Second Peter 2 for uh, the the uh, the Greek word is tartarosas. Okay. And I have that note, but that, I don't know. That's what it a means. little that's a little different. It's some kind of a dark, gloomy place hmm. where they're kept in judgment and um, 
if you look at uh, Jude, verse 6, I believe it is, he seems to be talking about the same thing as is being spoken about in Second Peter, Jude 6. Do you want me to read it? Yep. Okay. And the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he is kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. All right. And this this word really is the word that's usually used for prison. So it's some mm. kind of an imprisonment of these angels. Okay. And this seems to be a reference to uh, Genesis 6 in both of these passages. Hmm. And maybe there was a particular group of angels that were imprisoned uh, after they did these things in this gloomy darkness, after they lusted after after the daughters of men. And I think another sub-question we had turned in was, does that phrase in Genesis 6, sons of God, really refer yeah. to angels all the time? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, the actual Hebrew phrase there only occurs like... Four or four to six times in the Old Testament, and one of them or two of them or so are in the Genesis six, and the rest of them are in the Book of Job, hmm. and uh, in Job chapter one and Job chapter two and in Job thirty-eight, all of them have references to angels, and if we read Second uh, Peter chapter two and the progression there in Second Peter two, you'll notice that in Second Peter two four. Uh, God didn't spare the angels that sinned. Mm-hmm. And then verse 5, and he didn't spare the ancient world when he brought the flood, which right. Genesis 6 is right before the flood there, see? Right. And uh, verse 6 at Second Peter 2, if he didn't uh, spare Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Well, that comes in Genesis 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it talks about Lot. So all of those are accounts from Genesis. Okay. Well, if Peter's really following the, the timeline of Genesis, then mm-hmm. that looks like he's talking about Genesis 6. Okay. When he talks about the angels that sinned. So there were, there were angels that rebelled against God and sinned. I think in Genesis 6, referenced by 2 Peter 2, 4 and Jude verse 6. And I don't think those are the only angels who ever sinned. We know that Satan lied before that. Right. We know that in the book of Job, Satan still had access to God. Uh, As we talked about last time in Revelation 12, verse 7 and following, after the death and resurrection of Christ... Uh, there was a war in heaven between Satan and his angels and, and Michael and his angels, and Satan and his angels were cast down to earth. Yep. It doesn't mean they were imprisoned and, and, and kept from doing things. So if you really try to put all this together, it seems that um, at least up until Satan's angels were cast out of heaven, there was still, uh, after the death and resurrection of Christ, there yeah. was still the potential for angels in heaven to sin. Hmm. But um, there's evidently been a great war and a great separation of those. And Revelation 12 says that they've gone away to make war with those that keep the commandments of God, like we talked about yeah. last time. So it's it's almost like trying to put, again, like we talked about last week, a lot of this is far deeper, and we kind of shove it off to the side. We don't discuss right. it a lot. We can't so. solve it all. Yeah, but it's like even acknowledging it, it, it almost feels like we would love to say in our minds that everything in heaven currently is and always will be perfect because, of course, God wouldn't allow anything unperfect to be around him. But well, what we're seeing is it's not necessarily that 
the angels and everyone are perfect like God is perfect. No. It's just a different realm of beings. Right. And, and um, in, in the Bible, there were both angels who did evil and angels that did good. Angels were created evidently with free will, like human beings were created with free will. Hmm. But we do know, as the question seems to ask, that when you get to Revelation 20 and the judgment and mm-hmm. after uh, Revelation chapter 20, verse 10, when the devil is cast into the lake of fire, uh, we know from Matthew uh, 25, 41, 46, that um, hell was actually prepared for the devil and his angels. Yeah. And so Satan is cast into the lake of fire there in Revelation 20, verse 10. Then you have the judgment of all humanity and then in Revelation twenty one twenty seven, as mm-hmm. we read, and Revelation twenty two fourteen fifteen, right. Then it says that when God's dwelling is with men in the New Jerusalem, and heaven and earth are together, then there will be nothing but good in that eternal city. No, no bad at all. So whatever potentiality there was for evil back before that, yeah, doesn't exist anymore. Is it almost like since we were going back and forth between Genesis and these writings in the New Testament? Is it kind of an, a reverse parallel almost of where the garden was created perfect mm-hmm. and eventually man was expelled and eventually we're going to be moving back into a place of perfect where the people aren't allowed yeah. in, angels or otherwise. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there were angels expelled from the perfect yeah. heaven. So um, anyway, I think that we can we can sweep up all this into a pile and say that you know, throughout Scripture in the New Testament, Satan is very active. Mm-hmm. Demons are active. There are spirits of deception, 1 Timothy 4.1 and 1 John 4.1. Right. Uh, there are, are like, you know, different uh, uh, Satan doing different things all through the New Testament. Working re- false signs and wonders through people, so yeah, I don't think, to a lot of different ways in the New Testament. I don't think Second Peter two four means that all of the angels who were on the evil side, were imprisoned and kept mm. from doing anything for the rest of the time. It means those that sinned back there in Genesis 6 did yeah. that. The ones who... It's almost like when we refer to current... For people, you walk in the light, you want to live in the light. It's almost like these were angels who had no desire to do that any longer. Right. Or who had made a big enough decision that it was like they obviously right. don't want to be in God's presence sort mm-hmm. of thing anymore. Yep, and there's a lot of this we can't figure out, but we'll have yeah. to figure it out later. And if God wanted us to know all the answers, he'd tell us. Yeah, we get we get bits and pieces of it, but yeah. it's, it's so f- different than us. It's I mean, very different. I mean, I say that. It's just biblical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <clears throat> we're not going to know all the answers, but no. these, these things are in here, like we talked about yeah. last week. Uh, and it may just require a little bit more time to look at it. Make peace with it. And remember that, you know, while Scripture teaches that, you know, there are still seducing spirits and and doctrines of demons and Satan is warring against those that keep God's commandments, it also teaches that God's faithful angels are sent as ministering spirits to help those that inherit salvation. So we don't live in a world that's devoid of spiritual interaction we have a world that there's very much involved the the unseen is involved with us every day so that's why we need to keep our faith in the spiritual things absolutely so 
There's another question, and I'm sure there's more of those these type questions out there. If you've got follow-up thoughts or questions, I know that we've been interacting with some people uh, through the YouTube comments and Facebook things, and so by all means, send those in. But thanks again for walking us through a few extra scriptures this today. Whatever time y'all are watching this, almost said this afternoon, but yeah, they could be watching anytime. So yep. y'all have a good one, and we'll see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.